Hey y'all, it's Chaisa Lifestyle Brand. This is the 100th podcast. I'm so excited. It's going down. And I did a social media poll like, should this be about a recap of 2020 or should it be um, a resolution for 2021? And I'm like, you know what? We're going to get the best of both worlds um, because this is just a little spark. I ain't even glowed yet. I'm just so excited um, that procrastination because fear sets in sometimes like I can't do a podcast because it's like I don't have the equipment you know I just use my iPhone to do these and I usually am in my car no fancy equipment so I want you to think about 2020 of being like okay things I didn't do and I could have did and it's not to loom and gloom but just to be like look do it because this is it, y'all. And so, um, thinking about 2020, uh, wow. Uh, I started my 2020 in, I want to say, November. A woman um, that frequents um, dealers where I work in retail, she happened to just pass through. And, like, when she comes through, she usually is kind of tinkering around for a sale. Or she may have something in mind. Maybe she was one time going to a high school reunion. Um one day she was kind of like getting things ready for her reunion so I would see her just from time to time but this one time she came in November of 2019 she just made a statement to me in passing and usually she would stop and we would talk she just says let it go that was November 2019 and man I had been going back and forth about selling my house because um when you're divorced either you're gonna uh, divide the assets or for some things, you know, you got to put your own vehicle in your name if you guys were both, um, you know, on the deed. And when you have a house, if, you know, that person is like, don't want to pay no more and you're like there, but his name was on there too. So he was like, either you're going to pay the house by yourself or, you know, you got to sell it. But then because there was equity in the house, he was more about that paper, you know. Me, I was more about the legacy, you know, having three kids. I'm like, it would be awesome to have some real estate. Um, but that's not where his mind was at. And um, when she came in and said, let it go, I was like, but. And she was like, I said what I said. You know, so it was kind of like, dang. So I finally bossed up and met with the real estate agent because I had been curving her since August. You know, she would text me. I would just not I'd leave her on red or I would just not respond back. I would say something just to like, you know, pacify her at the time. And I made her to be this bad person. You know, we met um, at a Starbucks, you know, and when we were meeting, it was all about discussing like how everything would be divided up. She said her real estate firm, they pray. And so I was like, well, pray right now. So she prayed. And as she was praying, she was shivering. And uh, when we, we opened our eyes, she was crying. She said, you're serious, you know. And yeah, I was serious because... I had not been in a position of being a mom of three children and being faced with like not knowing what to do next. Because before, when I was I was single to mingle, it was just like, do you, boo? But when you have other people relying on you, that's just not the way to do it. Even as a single person, everything should always be God first as a you know consultant. And then when I have that peace to move accordingly. But um, I just didn't have none of that. Um, so... Finally, the house is uh, going to be sold, and 
then uh the, our house is going to be put on the market so that's november around thanksgiving time and then finally the house goes on the market in december and the house had multiple showings and it was like wow it was getting real you know because when you have a showing you have to take out your personal items and we have pets so we had to take our pets with us every time um, someone would come over to see the house because that could be a deal breaker if people did not like pets and we had to put minimal like maintenance in the house but it was going to be like as is house you know so in january the house sold and i remember like getting one offer and then they want to like kind of like negotiate the price down and then that fell through but then the next week the house really did sell and boy 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 like everything just sunk to the pit of my stomach you know like oh my gosh it was real and then about a few days after that i get in a car accident someone hits my car and it was like a night it was raining i hadn't even bought much i just went to the store because my daughter wanted some gum i bought some bottled water just a few things and the dude didn't have no insurance no license no tags and since it was on a grocery you know uh, store property i guess it was considered private property and uh, there was nothing to be happened no action like he wasn't gonna get arrested there was no penalty so i was hot you know so here i am my car is not drivable like he hit my driver's side front where like all the body of the car was like crunched in and the tire you know it was just not drivable so i had to get my car towed had one of my neighbors pick me up and it was just sad 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 and then that night i had to kind of get myself together like tomorrow is like you know a school day i got to get to work you know and not only do i work i also teach fitness that's an extra pit stop so you don't really realize all what you're doing until everything's at a, at a halt because before you know i guess i thought it was normal you know i i get up and go and that's just my thing but i didn't realize i do a lot you know and it's not to brag on myself but like you know as far as being a prime when you were when i was a primary caretaker of my kids you know their food you know if they got sick or they needed something you know i was just gonna do it you know it was no question to it but when i was not able to have transportation i mean i felt like what and so that night i just couldn't go to sleep you know because uh i thought about the accident like you know regret like had i not gone to the store and like oh my gosh and then he don't have no insurance like had he had insurance i could have been set up you know to be blessed you know and stuff like that and so i like reached out to two people who i know have said they have extra cars i reached out to my ex to say you know the kids got to get dropped off at school i might need to ride too and he was like well my wife is gonna come you know so i'm like any other time if he was picking up the kids his wife wasn't gonna be with him but i just felt like i don't need no more insult to injury so i'm like i don't need no ride just make sure the kids get to school and so i'm here trying to cancel my zumba class in the morning because that's just something i feel like i don't have to do because that's like an hour right before i have to get to work and it's like i need to just have time to make sure i can get to work and then it's like I, the gym um i reach out to them and they're like we can find a sub but then that morning they're like we couldn't find a sub we can get you an uber i'm like they is really trying it so they're like we'll get you an uber and i thought okay and then instead of getting an uber i just say um i just reach out to a friend you know i say can i get a ride she gives me a ride i put gas in her tank and after i put the gas in her tank she's like girl today i didn't even know how i was going to get to work because she didn't have no gas so it worked out because that money that the gym 
was going to pay me was going to be on my paycheck, you know, for that Uber. So anyway, and then on top of that, uh, one of my friends responded back to me that they were going to let me borrow their car. So it was starting to work out. You know, things was looking up. And um, on top of that, you know, my house has sold. So here I am trying to, you know, be normal and thinking like I just got in a car accident. I don't know how long it's going to be for my car to get out of the shop. Then my deductible is like $1,000. It's like, I don't even know how I'm going to pay that. And then on top of that, um, you know, God reminds me that I'm in mercy because here I am wanting this guy to get punished because he hit me with no license, no tags, no, no insurance. But just a month before in December, I was kind of struggling and going back and forth. Like, should I renew my insurance? Because it was Christmas. You know, that shouldn't, that shouldn't even be a question. Like, Whenever you're like forced or faced, not even forced, but faced with paying your bill, you shouldn't be thinking about, is this a necessity, you know what I'm saying? Or a luxury. And it's like from that point of me hearing God's voice say that I'm in mercy, that I'm in mercy, you know, from this dude that was, had nothing to give me, couldn't help me. And, you know, pretty much his car was undrivable. It wouldn't even start. And yet and still, um, I'm like wanting some vengeance, you know? And so... God's like, you're in mercy because you couldn't, you, you wouldn't going to be able to do nothing without no insurance, you know? So even though I don't have rental on my insurance and all that stuff, at least my car is in, you know, a position to get repaired. This January, I finally find a place to live, um, an apartment. I mean, I was like, you know what? This flipped the script. You know, I'm going to have a good time, um, being, you know, single woman swag with new apartment, less responsibilities. Cause I was living in a 1700 square foot house you know, big yard in the back, yard in the front, you know, like all this space. And now I can downsize and kind of like just not have such big utility bills and, you know, all that good stuff. And then, you know, things is looking up. So I find an apartment and I really don't have peace about it because I'm like, it's just an apartment. It's just an apartment. You know, I'm like, uh, you know, like I haven't been in an apartment in so long. And um, it's like, I just kind of like, Okay, and I don't think I'm settling, but it's just like, okay, so get this apartment and just randomly the day I'm supposed to go pay pay the deposit, then here I get a visit from one of my Zumba friends and, I, and she's like kind of catching up. I'm a pretty uh, transparent person. I'm pretty private, but I still, I share things like that's a defining important point, point in my life, you know, moving from a house of 13 years. So I share with her, I'm moving and uh, where are you moving to? She asked and I share with her and somehow that apartment complex rings a bell with her. She says that apartment complex was shot up yesterday. My husband is a police officer, which I know that um, uh, was just there. You know, it was a homicide. OMG. And we pulled the apartments up. We also pulled the news up and lo and behold, that apartment complex was on the news. Do you know the next day that apartment manager had the audacity as if audacity is on clearance, um, had the audacity to call me and say, are you still coming to pay your deposit? Because I didn't go and I didn't call. I just left them on vacancy because I'm like, I let her know that my primary focus was like safety for my kids, you know, and like that that information was withheld. And then my friend went on to say that those apartments were commonly robbed, you know, and cars were broken into and, uh, you know, all that stuff. So it was kind of like, I'm glad that she came because otherwise I would have just moved in there. And it was a two bedroom apartment. Um, 
very small, but it was okay because I felt like I'm just starting over again. So then she, that friend recommends another apartment complex and then they only have a two bedroom available and then they would have a three bedroom available maybe. And so by the time I go there, I see the two bedroom. It's nice. It's roomy. It's like in a nice neighborhood, but just kind of like off the highway. I had concern like it was just so far from everything. And I'm a creature of habit. I just like living where I lived at because I, it was close to everything. I love my neighbors. So I, you know, go there to put my deposit down and they have a three bedroom apartment available. So I'm like, yes. So I put this 300 something dollars down for this apartment and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now it's time for me to get to moving. And um, at that time, that week of moving, I have boxes. Friends have been supportive. And then my sister-in-law, she texts me. She called me because my birthday was the same weekend as well. And she's kind of checking in on me. But then here it is uh, the Friday before I'm moving. And she um, is like just shows up to my job. And when she shows up to my job, I'm like, uh, okay. And I just straight up ask her, you know, I just ask her, um, it will help me to move in with you, but will it help? Well, will it be vice versa? And then, you know, she like a silent tear just rolls down her face and she says, I'm there for everyone else, but not everyone is there for me. And it was kind of like a humbling moment because, you know, when you're going through your own things, you, you rarely check on other people to see how they're doing. And at time when you feel pitiful and sorry for yourself, you may not even think you have anything to offer anyone, especially when you just kind of fell out of touch with them. So from that day, you know, I was like, okay, that minute it was like, okay, I'm moving in with her. And so I had to call my the apartment and I put this deposit down and it's like, they're going to decide if I'm supposed to move in with her or not. And when I call, the application was approved, but somehow they was trying to process something else and they hadn't got to it yet. And she says that she will gladly give my deposit back, even though they don't normally do that. Do you know? That was like, what? So it was excitement. But then there was still some hesitation too, because I'm like, I had an apartment. I told my kids we're moving to this apartment. And then now here we are moving to my sister-in-law's house, you know, which um, is family, but at the same time, it's like not our own space. And it was just so many mixed, you know, emotions, blah, 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 blah. And then it happens, the move happens. And that's just only, okay, that's, well, that's, I moved into February. So January was like, having to find the place but february i had to be out of my house and so now it's february 25th and then uh move and then i'm there for like a few weeks and then the pandemic hits and then march 25th is my last day working at my job because now everything's shut down like we were one of the last stores in the mall to close and wow talk about like what you know i thought it was like the crossover like the children of israel about to cross over to the promised land because it's like you know, now it's like, what's next? Like, what if this mall never opens up again? Not that I thought that, but just kind of like those thoughts kind of was in my mind. That's March. And then my unemployment doesn't uh, kick in because like all the whole world is faced with a pandemic and, and trying to get unemployment benefits. And so um, the blessing is that I had got money from my house, not a lot. Um, and so then having moved in with my sister-in-law, I'm only having to pay half the rent, half the utilities. On top of that, her landlord says no rent. So mind you, now I ain't got to pay no rent for like a few months. All we doing is paying utilities and like food. That's a blessing. That's just, that's now, um, you know, pandemic March until uh, May. I go back to uh, retail work in 
May. That's when they called some of us to go back. Like out of 127, 27 of us were called to return. And when the store manager called, she said I was call number four. So it was pretty awesome. Like even though I didn't know if I was going to go back or not, but just the fact that I got an invitation to go back. While at the same time, I also had applied to uh, teach adjunct at Rose State to teach um, English composition. So I had this interview around that same time. So I had like options now. So when dealers called me back, it was like, not that I was debating not to go back, but it kind of felt like I had an option too. But I knew this adjunct job wouldn't give me no benefits. But at the same time, it was just like, there, there had been such a opposition of me doing anything else but retail that it was just enlightening to not have something else that I could do. And I ended up getting offered a position at Royal State to teach two classes, and that wouldn't start till August. So, uh, mind you, go back to retail in May, and in May it was pretty awesome because, um, oh, I skipped a whole lot. In January, I also started cosmetology school, you know, so I started beauty school, um, but then when the pandemic hit, I just pretty much was doing Zoom classes with the beauty college. But then when I went back to retail, since the hours were modified, the hours were not as long as they used to be. You know, the mall used to be open from from uh, 10 to 9. Now the hours were like 11 to 6. So I didn't really have the flexible schedule. And it was kind of like, I felt like to slow down. So I, sorry that I just add that in there, but I did start beauty college in January as well. Um, so... When I go back to retail in May, it was pretty refreshing because there were so few of us. There were only four of us from cosmetics on the floor. And so with that being, uh, we had zones. And so I was able to work at the MAC counter, Lancome, Estee Lauder Clinique, and fragrance. I mainly worked in fragrances and MAC. And I learned to really color match with confidence where a customer, they didn't know that I was in MAC. All they saw is I was wearing black, that I stood up in that area and they needed some help. And I felt like I got really good at the NWs and the NCs, neutral, warm, neutral, cool. And also just like finding product because um, th that shows expertise when someone is asking for something. And also the humbling thing of being able to just say, I, I don't know where that's at. Give me a few minutes to find it. And so that was my May all the way to August. And then over that time, more and more um, associates from retail were invited to come back and it made it like less work to do. So I, I kind of had nostalgia that I kind of liked when it was so few of us because those days were so busy where the customers were not so many, but they were pretty steady um, because a lot of people had said they hadn't bought makeup in months because of the pandemic and they were out of makeup, but then everything was closed down or they had purchased online. But when you purchase online, sometimes it's not the same as being able to experience it up close and personal. So I'm gonna skip, we're in August. August starts, I uh, start teaching at Rose State College and that's quite refreshing to be back in the classroom. Challenging because everything is now digital with Zoom and Canvas and I kind of have some inadequacies because I have been out of the classroom since 2014. So I felt a little challenged, you know, but then the students, I really like the interaction of students that they're just so like, you know, um, they're so new and they just because they're new to college doesn't mean that they don't have expertise or they don't have like something to offer you know to the conversation so I felt that was very like rewarding um, challenges of teaching um, just it was my day off so I worked 
um, at the junior college on my days off. So Tuesday, Thursdays were my classes. And so I just didn't, I worked seven days a week. That was a challenge for me. But at the same time, I felt like this year, like God gave me a chance to put 10 years in one year of like redeeming the time for me, not just only to um, make more money and, and pay bills off and get out of debt, but also to like get back to myself, you know, to get back to, to me, that go-getter person that has confidence and, but now confidence is in Christ. And so then now we're um, in December and in December um, it's pretty rewarding that now I have uh, two of my kids, my older kids working jobs, pretty responsible and they're getting to that independent stage where they're going to be driving pretty soon and being able to see them into you know uh, adulthood even at the early start and then my daughter playing volleyball like seeing everyone thrive in their own uh their own lane and then at the same time being able to help and and not have to be so hands-on to see that they can you know use the tools that they've been given and they can explore and discover life um, as life is you know it's not it's one big world but at the same time life is based on your perspective of it so from their perspective being able to like make sense of it without me having to just you know be loom and gloom or be so preachy all the time and that was just a little bit of my recap of 2020 and then 2021 as it's getting here i want to invite you all to declare and decree to write you know what you want for your year to be don't just go in it because um it's a new year and like you just want to go back to your same routine of like i'm gonna lose weight i'm gonna get out of debt i'm gonna save money i'm gonna travel if outside is open all the way again like make it real personal like take some time to just quiet yourself and go before God, go before the throne of grace, and then just to seek him and to ask him the mysteries or the desires in your heart, like things that you may have maybe kind of disqualified yourself for because you um, feel like you're too old to go back to school, or maybe um, you're now like kind of living your best life, and you may be like, I'm not sure if I want to invite someone else as a partner, like to go dating again, or um, maybe you want to start a business and you don't know where to start but again you want to be intentional about not to make up goals or aspirations just because your friend has something or everyone else is doing it on social media but like what's in your heart and that's only going to be determined by God you know God being able to shine that on you because a lot of areas sometimes can be dormant or hidden because of fear of rejection maybe not want to even talk about it so you don't share what you really want to do you've been working that job but that's not your dream job to do so think about really who you want to show up as in 2021 and um, I'd love to hear what you have to say go to uh, Yaisa Lifestyle Brand on Facebook that's where we're at but 2021 you're going to see a website you're going to see a boutique you're going to see a few books launch uh, from Yaisa Lifestyle Brand. You're going to see a workout challenge. You're going to see a wardrobe challenge. You're going to see a skincare makeup challenge. Like You're going to see all of that, every area that a woman needs to be addressed from head to toe and inside and out. And this is episode 100.